<laughs> What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us a Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Welcome, Welcome to you. Are you feeling extra spooky today, Ash? Yeah, the spookiest. Spooky and spicy? Spooky, spicy, and snotty. We've got all the things covered today for y'all. I am spooked and stuck up. (laughs) Stuck up? I'm in like snotty, like because oh, of the that's right, because of the cold. <laughs> talking about like I thought, and I was like, you mean stuffed up? No, I get it. We were not up. firing on all the same cylinders there. Uh, I'm Ashley. I'm Colleen. Are you Hi. Are, are you sipping on anything? Okay, so I just worked out, and I've heard how important aminos are for your body. So I bought some. And all the reviews on these say they taste disgusting, but yeah. they are like what you, the, the quality is there. So you want to actually have what, like you'd rather get the quality than something that tastes good. So I got these things on Amazon, Kion, K-I-O-N. People are raving about them as far as what they do. Flavor blows. I got, so they're aminos. These are the mixed berry. And then I also just started adding into my routine, um, Beachbody's creatine which I feel like I had heard for a long time that women should not take creatine, but, or creatine, I don't know how you say it. Um, but one of my friends has like had amazing results with it, with like stamina and, um, increasing her, you know, muscle and stuff. So that's what I'm having. I'm having a post-workout cocktail that tastes like barf, but hopefully my insides enjoy it. My mouth doesn't mm. enjoy, yeah. but it's fine. You know, I'm taking one for the team. Taken and the team is my body here. What I have is better than what you have. I, I mean, that's yeah. I've set up a pretty low bar. So, yeah, you know. <laughs> so over on Patreon, we were talking about Topo Chico, and yes. then you know our girl Lacey. Oh, I know our girl Lacey. She sent Do us I a message. Her? Did you know Topo Chico has hard seltzer? Yes, I have not I tried them because. The same people we were talking about that I think might have, well, at least introduced me to Topo Chico. Um, Maybe not. I was going to say they tried them and didn't like them, but actually now I think it's another fitness or some other influencer that tried them and didn't like them. So you're Mm. trying one. No. Oh. But I want to get, I am not, (laughs) but I want to get down to the bottom of those because I've been, I'm new to the Topo Chico game. I'm brand new. Mm Mm-hmm. So like I'm a big fan, big fan. So I just made a little Topo Chico cocktail. Oh, I was like, oh, that oh, right. Okay. So you don't me. have the seltzer, but you've, no. you, you did a I DIY did a, version. A mixeroo. Um, and it is Proud delicious. And I had, I bought the Topo Chico twist of lime. What do we need to talk about? Before what you, okay. We're days we away about. from Halloween. This is the final, yes. this is the final spooky episode. Yeah. We got year. a little, we got a couple, uh, listener stories coming up, some fun Halloween ideas for later this week. And then, um, Ashley hinted at this earlier, but we did a call out a, a while ago mm-hmm. for like, Hey, what are your cold busters? Like, yes. What do you guys, when people say, cause we got a lot of emails when people say, I swear by yes. dot, 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 like whatever follows that I'm so in on, I'm in on it. If there's a pattern, 
Because I have fallen prey to many times asking people and then they're like, I swear by it. And then I try it and it does nothing for me. But if multiple people write the same thing to me, then I'm like, okay, then it's not just one person that this works for, you know? Yeah. So that's where I'm at with it. I'm a buyer man. Like, well, that's true. People are, you're a, you're a hype girl. Oh yeah. They're like, oh my God, you have to dot, dot, dot. I'm like, I'm in, I'm in. I'm in. Whatever you're about to say. Did anyone send cut an onion and keep it on your nightstand? No. Have you heard that before? Have we talked about it here before? I think maybe you've said it once. Do you do yes. that? Yes. People told me, um, actually, that is something that ha- I have never tried, but m- I have heard multiple times over the years, people saying like, if you're sick, my grandmother swears by cutting an onion and leaving it on your nightstand. I don't know what the hell that's about, but I mean, guys, let yeah. us know. Do you do that? Yeah. You know? Is Ravi feeling better? <sighs> Not really. Yeah. So last night she got on the toilet before bath time. And she started screaming, my vagina's itching, my vagina's itching. And I was like, well, then just itch it, you know? And she's like, no. And she started like crying. I was like, okay, well get in the water then, you know, in the bath. And so then she did bath time. And then before bed, I was like, okay, I want you to try to go pee before bed. And she was like, but my vagina itches when I go, when I try. And I was like, okay, well like, you know, but I need you to try to go potty before bed. So she got on there again. And then she started before any pee came out, she starts moving around like, ah, ah. and so I think she has a UTI, but we took her to the doctor this morning yeah. and they didn't find anything in her. Yeah. Like, they took a urine wrong. sample. They didn't find yeah. anything. So I don't know what the hell that maybe it was, yeah. she was possessed and it was, a, she was peeing out a spirit. Yeah, that's a spooky. This you know, is spooky. She wanted spooky. to participate so in spooky season. She did have some coughs last oh. night. You know, wasn't a fan. Two nights ago, I slept with her in the guest room. Last night, John slept with her in the guest room because she gets afraid. She's like, I'm afraid that I'm going to throw up because she's coughing so hard that she's gagging. Like, you know. Right. Yep. Um, and so she's like, I'm afraid to sleep in my bed by myself. So I slept with her two nights ago. John slept with her last night. Doctor prescribed a steroid today for her lungs or cough or something. So hopefully we'll be on the up and up. And then hopefully whatever's going on with her vagina is fine. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I feel very, it's so hard when you see your kids struggling. Yes. It's the absolute worst. Yep. Yeah. So how is your house healthy? Um, you know, Ben was up last night. Like kind of throughout, not throughout the whole night, but like he was like up at 12, just like making like kind of standing up in his crib, like not screaming, but just kind of like, oh, like, yeah, something's going on, something. And then up again at like four, like went back to bed. Fine. Up again at like four. Woke up. No fever. No stuffy nose. Nothing. Seems fine today. Had an appetite. Ate and drank like everything this morning. Wanted to play the trains. It has been a full moon, so I don't know. It's like, is this like a? Do kids still have leaps? Like we're just keeping an eye, you know? Because usually when there's like some kind of sleep, something, something could be coming on. But mm-hmm. I have no idea. But for everything them to heal, checks for out. Him to feel normal today, yeah, I totally normal, acting totally normal. Yeah. So I don't know. Hey, guess what I did last night? What? Cacioe Pepe. I mean, a little cacioe pep. So I did it. Um, to, guys, when we first, when first Colleen introduced me to Cachoe Pepe, the Chrissy Teigen version, it took us a while because Call takes a lot of pleasure and pride in like doing things right so that the taste is, right? So like yeah. we mince our own garlic. We, um, what else? Oh, like cut our own pancetta. We yeah. like, you know, no shortcuts. Yeah. 
But last night, so I w- I've been craving it. And so I went to the store, picked up all the things, but I bought everything already chopped. So pancetta, chopped. Oh, um, easy. Minced garlic, done. I mean, it came, and then I just boiled the water. Noodles. I did bonza yeah. pasta, and I did actually um, ziti pasta. Yeah. Instead of the long spaghetti that yeah. she calls for. And it came together in probably 10 minutes. It's so easy. Pancetta in a pan. Then you add olive oil, then black pepper, red pepper flakes, uh, lemon juice, uh, garlic. Yeah. Then you put, uh, I think that's all, right? And then you put the noodles in with a little bit of broth, a shit ton of Parmesan cheese, then arugula. arugula. Oh, and I already, ha- I bought grated par- Parmesan cheese. I didn't, nice. in, you know, and boom. So freaking good. So good. And I didn't follow ingredient or like however much they tell me to do. I just did what felt right. Right. It's It's hard to go wrong with, with pasta. Give me all the the pancetta. Give me all the pancetta. I know you're not. I did a whole thing of arugula. I don't measure. Yeah. I know you're not like super into Italian food, but I feel. Only because I think at this point a gluten situation. But here, but I feel just, like I just cook- wanna, I didn't used to like Italian because I was such a diet fanatic that I felt like it was just carbs. Right. And as someone who was a cereal dieter, I thought carbs are bad. Now that I'm a big fan of carbs, I don't have the gluten. So I do really like Italian. Anyway, I just it caveat, matches just your cooking personality, your cooking ways. Oh, because I feel like Italian cooking is a lot about heart and feeling. Yeah. yeah. Going with what feels right. Yep. Like you're not yeah. a baker. Okay. The baker has to, Chris is a baker. I'm not a baker. Chris is a yeah. baker. He likes measured ingredients, exactness, precision, mm. following instructions to a T because you can really F things up yes. with a little yes. too much of this, a little too much of that. With Italian, yeah. it only gets better the more of you that's oh. in it. So your meal tasted great last night because your heart and spirit and soul, and this is... I really think this is a great thing for you. You know, that's a really great point. Yeah. I should probably, I think I could get Explore behind this. Italian cooking. Because yeah. also, now that I don't have a fear of carbs, it's actually delicious. Come to think of it, Italian might be my favorite kind of food. Yeah. it's The problem that I have is the gluten shit, you know? Yeah. But if I can find a place that uses imported flour or has gluten-free noodles... Yeah. I can't believe this is just occurring to me now. Yeah. Here we are. Breakthrough. Um, Are you, what are you and the kids doing for Halloween? Like we're going to talk about ideas and stuff, but like for trick or treating, what's the costumes? What's the plan? Are you guys doing a neighborhood situation? Like what's happening? Yes. This will be the first year we're going to take Revy trick or treating. She'll be almost, she'll be four in November. And it just, last year was COVID. So probably could have done it last year, but we didn't. And then, um, the first two years, it just felt like, I mean, she's in yeah. bed by the time you trick or treat, I feel like, you know. So um, this year, we're going to go trick or treating, probably take them in a little wagon or something like that. She really, really wanted to be a purple princess. The only one I could find is Rapunzel. So Revy will be Rapunzel. Cute. We went to the spirit store and John and Mac are going to be Mario and Luigi. I'm going to be Princess Peach. So that way, like, yeah. I'll be a pink pr- princess-ish. So I'm kind of on, I'm I'm tying the two together. Yes. Um, my cousins are going to come over. One of them is a toad. One of them is the yellow princess, I think. And then my other cousin's going to be something. I can't remember there's another character in Mario brothers and I'm going to be drinking spiked everything. Nice. 
Um, my aunt turns 60 on the 29th. So we're having a party for her on the 20th, which is Friday, Saturday, a little bit of Too recovery, fun. maybe, but maybe not, uh, maybe more partying because I don't know if I can say it because it's a surprise, but there's a surprise happening. So I think we might be celebrating more Saturday. I mean, it's going to be kind of a whole weekend yeah. situation. This is exciting. Very exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. And I have some exciting things that I'm going to share in the tradition segment that I want to start. Nice. This year. Okay. Cool. Cool. You? What's we're going doing, on? We're doing, yeah. um, Ben is going trick-or-treating. We tried it last year and it was just two houses, like yeah. real slow, real cautious. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't, he didn't really know what was going on. This year, he's been really into Halloween decorations because we have our like front porch decorated with like bats and spooky skeletons and spider webs. Of course, and stuff. you do. So like, he comes home and he like <sighs> looks at the you. little pumpkins and he says, "How cute!" <gasps> That's like he loves them. Oh he God. loves. He says good morning to the bats when he goes to school and like greets them when he comes home so oh like that's been a real event and so i do think he's going to get into it but i don't think he would have enjoyed wearing a costume that has anything too like much on it mm-hmm. like because he you put a hat on that kid he takes it off he doesn't like a lot of things going on with the wardrobe yeah. so we got him like a real basic like skeleton outfit right like you know oh, the outfit yeah that, like glow in the dark skeleton bones what are you going to paint his face? He won't let me do that. So we're going to no. not do that. Mm-hmm. But um, it's probably going to be cold and rainy. So it's like we got to size up so we can put it over like a jeans or hoodie, hoodie or whatever. Yeah. And then Chris and I are going to be nothing because we're going to get Ben out there and then we're going to come back because we get a lot of trick-or-treaters in the neighborhood. Yes. Um, you guys but, have a good neighborhood for that, I feel like. Yeah. 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 So. All right. Um, uh, I was going to I was going to pull up this. Have you seen this every mom on Halloween uh thing? No. It's video. Okay, I'm going to play it because this is every mom on Halloween. Did you say thank you? She she did. Okay, okay. Thank you. Uh, have a good night. Thank you. If you want me to hold it, that means you have too much candy. Is it too heavy? You have too much candy? Okay, that means we have to go home. Did you say thank you? Okay, you thank you. Thank you. Yep, have a good night. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah, hot chocolate. You know. She's <laughs> up hot chocolate. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> yep, this one's okay. Just just making sure it's okay. Our just one. Nuh-uh. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. Put those that one. You gotta leave some for the others. Okay. Did you say thank you? Don't you feel it's like so like it's good. like so spot on? Just. I don't know if it's as powerful um, hearing it as it is seeing it, but it is Daisy underscore Bertis is who made it, and she's also on Instagram, and I've seen it shared all over the place. Um, Daisy de- underscore Bertis, yeah. So if you want to check it out and see it, it's very funny. Giveaway announcement, you guys. Big news. Ooh, we ooh, did a ooh. giveaway for a personal reading with Erica over on Instagram. We'll announce this over on Instagram as well. A lot of you participated, which is amazing. But there can only be one winner. And the winner is 
Bay and Babe, B-A-Y-A-N-D-B-A-B-E, your comment. So how we picked was I just started scrolling frantically because there was like 400 comments or something and call told me when to stop. I landed on this one and Bay and Babe said, Erica's reading for the listeners really resonated with me. The snake card made me see the light. I'm shedding the tough, challenging season and moving on with a deeper sense of self, strength and guiding spirit. And so that feels very right. Yeah, this is right. Very, yeah. So Bay and Babe, reach out to either you can DM us or Erica and we'll get you hooked up. Hooked up. Yeah. Congrats. And if you want to, if you feel compelled after your reading, email us at you can sit with us at gmail.com. I would love to hear how it goes. Yeah. You're going to oh, absolutely yeah. love it. Ding, 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 ding. Speaking of reading, sometimes we don't have time, sometimes we do, but I've got a one stop shop for all of you. And that is Scribd. Do you know so, you just had a little poem there? Maybe you what? do. I've got a little something for you. Oh, it was really <laughs> I'm a cute. poet and I didn't it even was know it. Cutesy. Yeah. So a lot of times I don't know what I'm looking for, but I'm looking for something, right? And Scribd is an app you can download. Um, and it is like your one-stop shop for everything. So it has books, audiobooks. Um, articles, documents, podcasts, like sheet music, all the things on there. And I also, sometimes I just click on top charts and I'm like, tell me, tell, you know, show me what the people are loving and I'll be about it. So it's super easy. You can read if you want, but you can also listen. So I also, or I just recently looked up, I heard a book, uh, I heard about a book called Unbound, my story, oh, what is it? My story of liberation and the birth of the Me Too movement. It is by Tarana Burke. I heard about it on Glennon Doyle's podcast, which you can also listen to on Scribd. And we actually are going to use this book as part of a book club in uh, November. So you guys check this app. But this app out, or what? You guys check this app out and you will see for yourself how amazing it is with Scribd. The world's most fascinating library is at your fingertips, and it's just $9.99 a month. So in fact, included in my purchase is this book, Unbound, which I just, I love. Um, You can access the largest digital library right from your favorite device, and it can have automated suggestions and hand-curated picks for you. You can easily switch between titles and genres. Um, There is, you know, Ebooks available, audiobooks, both, whatever you want, Scribd has got it, and you guys have to check it out. Right now, Scribd is offering our listeners a free 60 day trial. Go to try.scribd.com slash sip for your free trial. That's try.scribd.com slash sip to get 60 days of Scribd for free. All right, okay. Ash, we're going to bring home spooky season. Yes. We got Land three listener spooks, and then we're going to load you guys up with some ideas for traditions uh, for the weekend, for the Halloween weekend. All right. This listener email, Chad, enter in the spooky sounds, comes from Tori. Hey, Ash and Call, Double Fister Soul Sipper here. Absolutely love the pod. Have been listening for almost three years. Thank mm. you. You two are truly gems, and thanks for having the best and most entertaining podcast out there. I have a spooky story to share with you ladies about my childhood. 
Um, I don't remember it at all, but my mom and other family members have told me about it. When I was almost three years old, I was a flower girl at my aunt's wedding. Very exciting, emotional event, though, since my grandpa Sam had passed away several years before, and it would be one of the first big life events for the family that he was not present for. That's so hard. Those big events where you just feel the void, like, oh, you just miss that person. You wish they were there. He passed away before I was born, so I never knew him. But my whole life, I had grown up seeing pictures of him and hearing many stories of him. Several months after the wedding, my mom, aunt, and grandpa were in the kitchen while I sat at the kitchen counter coloring. They were talking about my aunt's wedding day, and I chimed in and said that I had seen Grandpa Sam. (gasps) Intrigued, my mom, aunt, and grandma all asked me where I saw him. I said that I had seen him walk with my aunt down the aisle at her wedding. Side note, my grandma was the one who walked my aunt down the aisle on her wedding day. They were surprised since I had never met him and thought, oh, I think she meant to write grandpa. Um, Anyway, they were surprised since I had never met him and thought maybe I was confused. Oh, no, no. Maybe I was confused since my grandma walked her down the aisle. They asked again. And I said, yes, he walked her down the aisle with my grandma, too. They still thought that maybe I was confused, so they asked me what he was wearing. I replied that he was wearing a blue suit and was walking by Auntie. Apparently, that was enough for them to believe me since my Grandpa Sam was was buried in a blue suit. (gasps) Although I don't remember, I still think that it's true, and my Grandpa came back to walk my aunt down the aisle on her wedding day. It's not a super scary story, but always sends chills down my spine when my family tells me about it. Story makes me believe that children are closely connected with the other side and are sensitive to spirits. Thanks again. Confirm that. Oh my gosh. That checks out. Okay. That is amazing. This one. Okay. I'm going to hit play on this voicemail. This one um, gave me actual goosebumps. You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, Ashen Call, Soul Sipper here. I have a spooky story for you. So my sister-in-law has always been very close with spirit. Um, They visited her since she was very little. And she used to live um, in Manistee, Michigan. And she now lives in Michigan still, but um, not as close to the lake. And she said one night she had a woman come into her bedroom wearing a white dress. Woke her up in the middle of the night. I think she said she was like seven or eight years old. Um, She didn't feel afraid of her, but she just knew that this woman was lost. Um, And then the next day, she was out on her deck and she was looking over the lake down at the beach and she saw this white, um, it looked like a sheet at the edge of the water. So... Her dad told her to stay there, and he went down, and it was a body uh, that had washed up on the beach. And so they called the police. Um, They came, and they took the body. And she never said that the woman was identified, um, but must have fallen overboard somewhere. And um, she said she had never seen that woman again after that night. It was just crazy that she visited her the night before and then found her body the next day so hope that suits you and uh hope you guys have a great rest of your october bye oh my gosh that one's legit what yeah super spooky 
Okay. Last one of the season comes from Rachel from Missouri. Hey, ladies. My name is Rachel, full-time working mama of a two- and three-year-old. Love the pod and definitely wanted to share this little spooky story. Here we go. So I was doing my daughter's um, hair one morning before preschool. She was gabbing away at the mirror, and I openly asked, Who are you talking to, Stony?" She said, My friend. I was like, WTF, but totally believe in mirrors being portals <laughs> to other dimensions, and, to- and asked Stony um, if her friend had a name. Stony said, yeah, mama, her name is Harley and she's standing right beside you. Can't you see her? I had an instant chill on the back of my neck and was oh frankly God. freaked the hell out yeah. to look next to me in what I thought was an empty bathroom. I did look and saw nothing, but did tell Stony I saw her and finished her hair up quickly. Love y'all, Rachel. I think oh so. The thing that cracks me up about this email is the subject line toddlers are spooky AF. It, I mean, it's so, yes, <laughs> that is very true. And yeah. in this case, there was a spooky story to go with it, but toddlers are also just spooky. They're spooky. People, this is know? the spookiest part of your season, is if you're <laughs> a parent to a toddler. <laughs> you are a parent. All right. Yikes. Ash, hit me with some of your favorite or soon to be favorite Halloween traditions. Okay, so when Call had this idea, I was like, I'm probably gonna have to go to Google for this because Halloween has never really been my holiday. Um, I liked it as a kid, obviously, because of the candy, but I've not really like done traditions. But as you know, you become a mom, holidays are really about the magic for the kids, I feel like. And I remember all the holidays being so special when I was little. So I Googled, I went to Google and I found some things that I'm excited about to try. Some I'll be able to do this year and some will wait for next year. But one of the things I saw is Halloween bingo. And so it's a bingo card. You probably just go on Pinterest and print it out or something, but it's just pictures of things. So picture of like a witch hat, a skull, a grave like a headstone, yeah. um, a ghost, you know, whatever. And I was thinking one of our favorite things to do right now is walk around the neighborhood and look at decorations. So you'd walk around the neighborhood, like with all of us and, um, just play bingo. I was thinking like a little scavenger hunt bingo hybrid game. Hunt. Yeah. Super fun. I was thinking that would be so cute. Um, okay. Which switch have you heard of this? No, but I'm very intrigued. Um, I love this idea. So, apparently witch switch is well let me there's a poem that goes with it and i'm gonna read that first okay have you met Susie switch witch she wears a crooked hat she's on the hunt for candy to feed her naughty bats they like the brightest lollipops the green cheese green chews and the blue and if you have some bubble gum they'll really want that too after trick or treating pick out some things to keep and then put in a bucket things to swap while you're asleep then only when you're snoozing, Susie will drop in. She'll take out all the candy and who knows what she'll put in. You might wake up and find a toy, maybe a book or bear, something for your piggy bank, a funny game to share. So put aside some candy for Susie's bats to eat. And in the morning, you will find a different kind of treat. That's so cute. Isn't that cute? That's so cute. So this is, I mean, the website is natural.bm slash Dash dash switch if you want to read that poem. But I love that because I remember my, we, my mom just let us have all the candy. Yeah. And that was fine. Um, but I don't, now that I know what I know about sugar, I think I love this idea of like, let's go trick or treating. And maybe like one night, Halloween night, you eat a bunch of candy, but then we get rid of most of it and replace it with a fun little well, it's magic or something. It's what magic. it is. It's, nothing's it's going away. We're up. We're magically turning it in. 
And to something the bats crazy. need the candy. The bats need you need to the feed bats the bats. Need it, you yeah. know. The bats so, are um, so I love that idea. Okay, then I thought I saw this thing that said um, it's a tr- tradition in this one family to do um, bring out the fire pit, like they, you yeah. know, whatever for as it cools down. So I was thinking it would be pretty darn fun to put like a fire pit in your driveway yep. and have some more stuff set up so that like if depending on your neighborhood, you know, like people could pop in, make us some more. And uh, I mean, at the very least, we're just sitting around watching, you know, as people come trick or treat. I just thought that yeah. is such a cool thing. Like I want to bring a little fire pit out to the end of our driveway and be like the fun house where you can make us some more, get some candy trick or treating, maybe something spiked for the adults you know yeah um like maybe even spike cider or whiskey or something little whiskey bottle i don't know i just love the fire pit idea and making s'mores i feel like that is so cute it's very inviting you know especially because like we're gonna take our kids out trick-or-treating early then they'll go to bed then we can sit out there and do adult things and watch the yeah you know teenagers or whatever i just think it'll be so cool to meet neighbors a witch's cauldron um the other thing for Dia de los Muertos, the Day of the Dead, this, it just reminded me of Grandpa Sam. Um, if you've lost someone, celebrate the Day of the Dead by putting out a picture of them and a, light a candle and then share memories. And I feel like that, if you've lost someone really close to you, just sort of honoring them, that's a, a Mexican tradition. But I didn't really ever know what Day of the Dead was, I guess. And yeah. I feel like that's cool. So for Grandpa Sam. And then the last one that, I think would be a cool thing to do every year, but it's, is make a holiday pillowcase. So I am not Susie seamstress, but there is a quick 15 minute tutorial. If you want to go buy the fabric and stuff, but I also just thought maybe I'm not a Pinterest mom, right? So I would maybe if I do this in the future, take my kids starting in beginning of October ish to pick out like Halloween sheet set or something like that. And then they get to, or even just pillowcase and then they get to use that pillowcase as their trick or treating bag. But I think that's so cool because then as they're going to bed every night, they're like remembering it's Halloween season. It's almost like Christmas PJs kind of vibe, you know, where every year you get new Christmas PJs, but this would be like, you're kind of sleeping on it for a couple weeks leading up to Halloween and then you get to use it as your trick or treat bag that year. And you could even probably decorate it before, like they sleep on it normal and then decorate it with yeah. puffy paint or whatever before Stickers, you go, yeah, yeah, do all those things. And then they get to do that every year. And I just thought that was a really cute idea. And it makes me almost want to um, do that also for like Christmas yeah. to like have a sheet set for Christmas instead of pajamas. Cause I just think the ki- like Revy would think that was the coolest thing. Yeah to pick out a pillowcase that was very festive and stuff. Yeah. And I never really thought to do that. So, so cute. Those. And then of course there was like traditions you need to do this year, carve a pumpkin, go right. trick or treat. I'm like, these are, right. Oh, I mean, are you, are you, you've never been born? Like, well, how do you not know about these are not tradition, you know, I visit love- a pumpkin patch. Yep. Got it. I'm super okay. into this festive pillowcase and sheet set. That's cute, right? Even like for Valentine's Day. Yes, I was thinking the same thing. Like little Easter. Just so cute. Yes. So cute. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. really into it. Yeah, good. Um, Are you done? I'm done. Uh, okay, okay. Oh, and you know what else? What? Like their birthday month. Yeah. It would probably be so cute. Yeah. Even like, like the week of their birthday, they get special tr- princess you know? sheets. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Okay. 
easiest decorations. So I kind of normally I go really big for Halloween, but I kind of phoned it in this year a little bit. Um, but my go to like super easy, just even if you want to do this before trick or treaters come to your house, well, you may you probably can get these on Amazon like overnight, but they're the little I'm sure you've seen them everywhere. The little bat decorations. Yeah. They're just yes. high impact. You just like smacks them on your front door and it looks like you're the Halloween queen. They also have spiders, which I really like. Ooh. And so like inside. No. Oh, yeah. Inside, like on oh some of our God. main um, like pictures in the hallway and stuff. I put like a couple little spiders like, crawling out or like from the doors or something. So just like things to stick on the walls. And then I should share on our Amazon store this wreath, this bat wreath that I bought for the front door. Because I just think wreaths are like the easiest way for like instant yeah. festive. Where did you buy that? Amazon? Amazon? Yeah. Yeah. You absolutely should link it. I'll link it. I will link it, you guys. Bat wreath. Okay. This is something I did years and years ago, but it was a crowd pleaser. And Ash, you were at my house, I think, when these were like coming out of the oven. Baking shrunken heads and spiked cider. Mm-hmm. So like you're sitting around the fire pit outside and you have a little shrunken head mm-hmm. situation, cauldron of shrunken heads. Um, yeah. Can you make me, can you give me ho- sharing stuff? Yes. Um, I came when I feel like, let me see, how do I do this? Make host? Yeah. Okay. Um, I came over, I think they had already been out. You had put them in the pot of the sparkling cider, I feel like, these shrunken heads. Yeah. So what you do is you preheat your oven to, this is Martha Stewart, and I can't get rid of this. Just ignore this part in the middle. Um, It's like an advertisement thing. Preheat your oven to 250 degrees. Line a baking sheet with parchment paper in a medium bowl. Mix together lemon juice, salt, um, lemon juice and salt, and you want two cups of lemon juice. You peel apples and cut uh, each in half through the stem, removing seeds and core. And then you just carve a little face. And I thought this part was like, I didn't do, I did not put a lot of time into this. I like just, I actually spooned out a couple of eyes and then I just like spooned out weird faces. This part I did not take a lot I remember of thinking they looked good though. But yeah, because what happens is so then you put them in the lemon mixture for a minute and then you um, transfer them to paper towels and they'll drain. And then you place the apples face side up on a baking sheet and transfer into the oven. And you want to do you're shooting for like eight apples. And so that's 16 faces, right? Yeah. Um. Okay. So transfer from the oven, you bake them until the apples are dry and begin to brown around the edges about 90 minutes. Remove the apples from the baking sheet and then you press cloves into the eye sockets. Um, then you want to make your punch bowl. So that's going to be you mix up two gallons of apple cider, two cans of frozen lemonade concentrate and two cups of spiced rum. But mm. then see this oh floating my gosh, head picture? What, yes! Remember? I do. We'll have Kara show you guys a picture of like how these turn out. It yes. is so weird. Creepy. And awesome. But cool. And so uh-huh. like the punch itself is like really easy because you're just mixing a couple ingredients together. But then yeah. these are like, That's I think, impact. high impact. So mm-hmm. like whether you're throwing a party or whatever, that I just think is so spooky. Yes. Um. Okay. I Googled like best Halloween dinners. And this is so easy and looks so fun. Um, where did I get this? Favorite family recipes. So it's, um, I feel like the night oh, of Halloween, wow. especially if you're trick-or-treating, 
you don't have a whole lot of time because mm-hmm. you're like getting the kids ready. And so I like spaghetti is such an easy dinner. Yes. Um, and so you make spaghetti right with like the red sauce already looks kind of bloody. Uh-huh. And then you take these meatballs. <clears throat> you could probably like get some good pre-made meatballs too. So you don't have to go through all that work, but you take the meatballs and then you put oh. little pieces of cheese on the top and That's then um, yeah. a little uh, sliced olive. Yeah. And it looks like creepy eyeball pasta. Yes. It looks so good. And then, and the kid, like kids, we get a kick out of this. And then garlic bread with butter. And then you make a little mummy with cheese and then two little sliced olive eyes. Oh my gosh. And then you take your salad and you just lay some of those like plastic spiders over it. And boom, you have like a full blown, looks like a lot of thoughtfulness and effort, but seems very easy to actually put together. Right. I also saw, um, which I thought I might do this year. It, uh, chili, so like a red bloody yeah. chili, and then they took pre-made dough, um, like the crescent roll dough or whatever, but they took it in strips and tied it in a knot in the middle, and then stuck an almond in the end, so it looked like finger. So they were like finger Ooh. breadsticks, you know? Nice for the chili. Anyway, fake finger stuff like really weirds me out. Oh, that's how I feel about spiders. Yeah, like all this stuff is real creepy. Yeah. Um, for things to do like with your significant other or friends. I thought the murder mysteries that we've done here mm. on the pod would be super fun to do like, mm. cause I think it's different when you can actually see the videos. Like if you and I had gotten together with wine and actually could like take our time pouring over that stuff in person, yes. I feel like that would be really, really fun. And yes. you can Google like murder mysteries at home. And now they're kind of everywhere. I feel like because of like COVID, COVID and yeah. more people doing things like at home in general. Um, I feel like those are a dime a dozen and then lastly, I thought this would be a really fun family activity that I saw online, spider races. So you take plastic spiders and you have like some sort of start line and some sort of finish line on a table, right? Because you don't want, you can't like bend mm-hmm. over on the ground. And then through a straw, you blow the spider forward and oh. whoever spider gets to the finish line first wins. Wins. Yeah. A lot of things with spiders in for you, Colleen. Oh, I guess. Yeah. What, what am is- I... Is there a trend here? Something I need to work on. Yeah. I need to get over that. I need to do some coaching around yeah. my fear of spiders. It's irrational and very strong. Yeah. You know, have you ever gotten a spider bite? Like a big one? I think like one time, maybe two yeah. times. Mine swell up so big. I'm like, do I need to call a doctor? Ding, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. But then I got to search. I don't know. Like sometimes like, okay, if I need a doctor, what am I going to do? I feel very lost. Mm-hmm. You know, what if they don't take my insurance? What if they don't take my insurance? Or you have this like other need that arises. You're like, I got to go see someone for my X, Y, or Z. And you're like, where do I even start? You know? So anyway, you search, you find one that looks good. You wait on hold to book an appointment. You rearrange your whole schedule. And then when you finally go in, guess what? Doctor doesn't take take your insurance. insurance. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a solution. Just download the free ZocDoc app. The easiest way to find a great doctor and instantly book an appointment. With ZocDoc, you can search for local doctors who take your insurance, read verified patient reviews, and book an appointment in person or video chat. Never wait on hold with a receptionist again. Whether you need a primary care physician, dentist, dermatologist, psychiatrist, eye doctor, or other specialist, ZocDoc has you covered. This is so awesome. Like, I just feel 
like it just makes it removes those barriers of entry makes it really easy to just get to someone you need who you know is going to take your insurance is like like it shouldn't be hard but it is and yeah. zocdoc has you covered it's also really great for people that mo- like me moving to Arizona, I feel like I had to start all over and I didn't even know where to start in Oregon. Like I was raised and I had doctor, like, I don't know. I just felt like I knew where to go and I didn't know where to go here. And so this has been so helpful. So yeah, go to ZocDoc.com slash sip and download the ZocDoc. That's a little tongue twister. ZocDoc app to sign up for free every month. Millions of people use ZocDoc and we are one of them. Now is the time to prioritize your health. Go to ZocDoc.com slash SIP and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free and book a top-rated doctor. Many are available as soon as today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash SIP. ZocDoc makes healthcare easy. All right. Time to do the old cold buster. Kind of like, who are you going to call? Cold busters. Yeah. Okay. So this came up a couple weeks ago or something, right? Where we were like, we're headed into cold and flu season. What are what are the must-haves to one, help boost your immunity? But two, if you do catch a little something something in your house, how do you kick it to the curb ASAP? Yeah. You know? It's like the um, what's the thing to clear out spirits? Sage. Sage. You can't sage colds away. But what can we do? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do you want me to run through some of the things that I heard? Do you have some? Yeah. Okay. So um, I, this is by far and away the most recommended thing. And that is slathering Vicks Vapor Rub on their feet and covering them with socks at night. Have you heard this? I love Vicks Vapor Rub. (laughs) I do. I like, are you talking about kids or are you talking about adults? Um, I tried it with me and it didn't work. I only tried it one time and I was like severely sick, but, um, this was in, I put out a thing like, what is your go-to for colds, especially with kids? So I did do it with Revy and some people said, yeah, it doesn't work for some reason as well on adults as it does kids. But this is literally like if there was a pie chart, this would be probably 70% of the recommendations that I've ever seen in, you know, 10 years that I've been public on social yeah. is this thing. Vicks on, slather the Vicks on the feet and cover it with socks at night. Apparently that is supposed to help the cough specifically, right. not just the cold. Like, you know, and then Vicks on the chest or whatever that's good for congestion and stuff like that. But that is for the cold. A lot of people said if your kid is over a year old or for you, a spoonful of raw honey at night mm. um, before bed. For me, I love a Starbucks medicine ball. It's a little on the sweet side for me. So I like yeah. a little less honey or whatever they put in it, but I love it. And it feels like it does work. They've got, it's like peach passion tea or something mixed with some lemonade mixed with peppermint and honey and hot water. It's just great. Mm. Someone also recommended, and this is someone that I really trust. (coughs) It's called open air by gentle warriors. So it's a Chinese medicine and I'm all into homeopathic, but I know you've got to be a little bit more patient. So this person sent it to me and said that she got it from 
her acupuncturist. And last year they were in and out of the hospital, all the t- like, you know, doctor's office and hospital, um, for their little guy. And now anytime he gets anything or he's coughing or he's getting sick or whatever, they use that and it's amazing. And so I tried to find it. I ended up ordering it on Amazon, but I had to, I have to wait a couple days for it to get here. So we haven't tried it yet. But in the meantime, I called, um, probably four different acupuncture places local to me, see if they carried it and I could go pick it up. And every one of them was like, no, I don't carry it, but it's amazing. Mm. So if you are into homeopathic, you can find it on, um, Amazon warriors, open air, open air by gentle warriors. I'm adding it to our cult. So on our Amazon, List, you can, oh, sipsquadpod.com slash shop. Whoa. Um, there's a Cold Busters shopping list under our yes. Amazon faves. Okay. Speaking of Cold Busters, here is a cough elixir. I think this is probably more for adults, but I had multiple people send these to me, um, send this recipe to me. So it is, I would probably do half this recipe because I hear it makes a ton. Mm. It is two cups organic pineapple juice. Uh, it can be, you know, fresh or frozen pineapples, whatever, blended or freshly squeezed. Juice of two lemons, one cup raw organic honey, one inch of raw organic ginger peeled and finely grated, half cup organic olive oil, a pinch of cayenne, and a small pinch of salt. Then you pop it in the blender until combined. Pour it through a strainer because if, you know, the ginger can have like those stringy fibers or whatever. And then, um, you can sip and store it in the refrigerator up to a week and then you can freeze it if you want, or like save it as, you know, freeze it in those little molds and give it to your kid kind of as a popsicle vibe or lozenge, but pineapple, I've heard pineapple juice many, many, many times. It is high in bromelain, which is an anti-inflammatory enzyme meaning it can reduce pain, combat infection, kill bacteria, and speed up recovery. Some report pineapple to be up to 500% more effective at suppressing coughs than over-the-counter syrups. Then lemon, of course, we know about that it's antiviral and antibacterials. It contains electrolytes, got vitamin C and antioxidants, da-da-da-da-da. Raw honey, anti-allergenic, viral, bacterial, and fungal. Good source of minerals, antioxidants, and enzymes. And it of course, coats the throat. And that's as much as my screenshot has. Um, so that is the cough elixir. You can find this if you want on a little less toxic on their Instagram. Nice. It's a homemade one. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm going to um, go through listener ones that came in. Okay. So this is from Maria. Please share this with the um, squad. She said, I was sick for a few weeks with a lingering cold and went to the GNC and asked, how can I get better? They recommended the wellness formula vitamins and the directions tell you to take more when you are feeling sick and the reviews and myself are living proof they work. Whoa. That plus Zyacam nose swabs. Oh, yeah. Have you Uh heard of those? Yes. I have not. But they were under fire several years ago. There was like a class action lawsuit because people were losing their sense of smell. Okay. The nose swaps was like, like people swear by them and they work, but they can fuck up your nose. Back to the wellness formula. It's on (laughs) Amazon, five-star reviews, like two over 2000 five-star reviews, 18 bucks. Is it the, um, so I'm looking it up. 
Or is it? It's oh, it's just one. Th- I was wellness wondering formula. Yeah, yeah, just the well there. So it's not like vitamin C. It's just that is in and of itself what you need. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, here's another one from Amy. The best thing I have found to use year round is the Naso Pure nasal wash kit from Amazon, and they promo this as like the easier or friendlier neti pot. So she said, I have suffered from sinus infections for years when the seasons change. We both started using this to clean out our sinuses. And I can say for certain, I have not had a single sinus infection since using this regularly. Whoa. That's a pretty good endorsement. Works like a charm. Um, Game changer for us. So I threw all of this again in the Amazon um, store this is from Lynn's morning. So I swear by taking elderberry to help defeat mm. sore throats and colds. I would literally get a sore throat at least five times a year. Started taking elderberry supplement almost two years ago and knock on wood. I haven't had a sore throat once, not even when I had COVID. So Whoa. I have heard like by someone I trust very much that elderberry is one of the top tier things to take for like immune support even when you're not sick like having like some sort of elderberry like thing I also was reading careful with kids um because it is an herb and there hasn't been a lot of studies on it and so it's not like you could just have it in um however many quantities and like have no repercussions it's a little so I was giving yeah. it to my kids every day and I stopped giving it to them every day because of that. But I do do it if their immune system is compromised, like yeah. to give them that hit, you know. But yeah. anyway, I was thinking for adults. Costco has the elder, like an elderberry, like daily thing, like Sam mm-hmm. or something. Sam, yeah. One of those. Yeah, I've seen what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Um, okay. This is what Amanda swears by. Whenever I have a sore throat coming on, I make hot chamomile tea and add coconut oil. Wake up and no sore throat. Love you both. Wow. I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm into it. Okay. Add a little whiskey and (laughs) see you tomorrow. (laughs) Last one is from Rachel. I swear by Alka-Seltzer cold and flu tablets, not the pills. Put them in eight ounces of water. Two hours later, drink it again. And then every four hours after that, knocks it out in a day or two. Love you, ladies. Rachel. Yeah. I'm going to try all these things because I don't have like a go-to I'm literally on Amazon buying the things that they're recommending. It's all on a shopping list on our thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, sorry. So sometimes you get a tickle in your throat, you know, and we give you a bunch of things to heal that. But also sometimes you get a little stubble on your legs. Right. And so we've got another little thing to heal that for you. Of course, we're talking about the Billy Razor, the one and only. I use Billy because it is literally the best razor for women at half the price than you'd expect. There is no pink tax, no need to visit the store, no irritation, no matter what. As it gets cooler outside, I feel like, especially living in Arizona, it's super dry here. And the Billy Razor is coated with the charcoal shave soap. It has a built-in 360-degree little wraparound situation. And it's also just really affordable. Um, 
cute. Comes a little magnetic holder. You can choose what color, pop it on the shower, easy access all the time. And you just get a closer shave than I've ever experienced with any other razor, right? There's all these other female razors I tried. Then I switched to men's razors thinking those were the best. Turns out I was wrong all along. It's always been Billy. It was Billy. It will always be Billy. I, I swear by you guys have to try. You must try mm-hmm. Billy. Okay. Don't suffer another second paying a pink tax for a bad shave. Go to mybilly.com slash sip to get the best razor you will ever own while supporting our show. Billy is half the price of other razors plus free shipping. Always just go to mybilly.com slash sip spelled mybilly.com slash sip. That's mybilly.com slash sip. Ding, ding, ding. Sign on. Shave, Shave amazing. amazing. All right. Time to bring her home. Let's oh land gosh. the bird. Okay. You want me to rant or you rant first? Uh, my rant and rave is all in one. So you sandwich me. Sandwich? Yeah. Okay. Um, I have two. I'm just going to go with the one. So um, I think my rant this week is judging other people. Now I am the pot calling the kettle black because I have been a very judgmental person in my life. I am an Enneagram eight personality, which means I do not mind confrontation. I think I'm very right. And I want to let you know that I'm right. Um, and that can come off as very aggressive and intense. And someone messaged me recently. She's like, as an Enneagram eight, I get a lot of people telling me like, I'm difficult to be around because when I have an opinion, I want to talk about it. And, um, so, you know, how do you handle that? And so I'm saying all of this, knowing that I have been a judgmental person at many times in my life, but I think the level of judgment that all just as a society we have is really not a great thing. Um, I have moved into a space with life coaching. Life coaching helped me um, realizing that like judging other people doesn't actually do anything for you. It You're the one that's feeling pain. Like you're the one that is causing yourself to feel like shit because you're upset with someone else's whatever they're doing in their life. And I think also sometimes we forget that everybody has feelings and opinions. And, you know, it's easy to like poke at celebrities and call them. You know, one of the things we talked about on Patreon this week was Scott Disick getting shit because Courtney's engaged. And it's like, why can't we just celebrate the couple instead of shitting all over someone? Or, um, you know, this is actually coming from reviews this week. There was some reviews on the pod, which by the way, if you guys, we haven't really called it out in a while, but if you like the pod, Go give us a five-star review. I think it's really easy to be a silent consumer. I am guilty of that. But um, we really appreciate the love and it means a lot to the pod. But there were some reviews on there that are like, this used to be great. And now the pod is going downhill. Like Ashley has changed and I don't like it. And I just think like if anybody is doing things that don't agree with your lifestyle anymore, unless they're actually hurting you, maybe just move on. Like maybe not send out judgment into the world um, in even big or small capacities. I just like, it just isn't a good use of anybody's time. And it affects like, I'm fine, but it's still, there was three back to back to back. And I had to take a minute to like check myself to remind myself that doesn't matter. And they're entitled to those feelings. But I am still a human and anybody that you're attacking is still a human and most people are trying to do their best. And I just think for me, it's been really helpful for me to judge 
judge people less and try to just see like where they're coming from literally um, and come at people with more compassion and also realize I don't know what is right for everybody. What's right for me and the way I parent my kids or the way I speak and the jobs that I take and the things that I do, it's right for me and I'm doing my best. And I think if we can, even if it's not true, if we can try to believe that everybody is doing their best, we can become a much more compassionate society. And in the meantime, it's freeing us. Sometimes I think we think, well, we got to hold them accountable, right? I think people are leaving reviews like, I want Ashley to know that I don't like the direction she's going. Okay. Like, but is that really necessary? I don't know that that's, I mean, it's not going to change me. And all it does is sort of, speaking of the tapestry that Erica told us about, like all it does is sort of put a black string in the tapestry. Unless I say something very, very offensive, which I have done before, call me on my shit. But if you don't like because I've grown and I am now confident and solid in who I am and I have a belief system in who I am, that's on me, right? Like it has nothing to do with you. So, and I think that that happens a lot in the world and I just, I'm kind of over it. I'm just kind of over it in general. That's a good that's rant. My rant. Felt like therapeutic. Yeah. That's my, uh, whatever it's called. Uh, so bo- like my, I want to say like my, oh, my sermon. Yes. My sermon. for the- Yes. Okay. Praise be. Uh, <laughs> praise be. Uh, I feel okay. a little bad yeah. going into mine. Because no, you absolutely need to go into yours. yours is meaningful and passionate and purposeful. Well, and we could just end it. Vulnerable. This is what the this is what the the reviews thought I did anyway. Just always talk over you in the shows about yeah. me. So we could just you leave know what? it on. Colleen, let's just edit everything you say for this whole you episode. Can give it out. I'll just have Chad edit yeah. it out. Hey, Chad. What I'm about to say, can you just like dub music? Yeah, <laughs> just this whole, hey, Chad. What I'm about to say, can you just put Ashley's voice over it? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Just repeat her rant over what I'm going to say. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. But do it anyway. We need to know. Inquiring minds need to know. All right. This is yours was vulnerable. Mine's a little vulnerable as well. Okay. Great. So a couple of times a year, I something happens to me. Where I don't know if it's something I eat. I don't know if I have like an allergy that I don't know about, but it's literally a couple of times a year where I think I'm fine. Maybe we're out to dinner and then it's like on the drive home or it's like it's always in the car where I get this overwhelming feeling of like, I have got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Has that ever happened to you? Yes. And you start sweating. And it's like, yeah. Chris is always Chris always drives. So Chris is always driving and it'll be like like we'll go over speed bumps or it feels like we're in a slow part of the neighborhood and I'm like I'll tell him I'm like yeah I really have to go to the bathroom. <clears throat> and be like okay and then a couple of minutes go by and I'm like trying to look at my phone and like I'm like yeah. kind of just starting to get a little anxious. The car's starting to feel a little small. I'm starting to get a little shifty. Are you talking about poop or pee? Poop. Poop. That's what I thought. Okay, just confirming. I mean, sometimes pee too, but like this is where it feels urgent, more urgent. Like it's a build. Yeah. And. Oh, God. And then I'm what like, happened? nothing happened. Nothing bad happened. But it's like, I, you wonder, you know, you're like, is something bad about to happen to me? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> is this it's an exorcism? What is, like, what is coming out? I'm like, hey, so I think it's a little more urgent. And yeah. then I'll be like, <laughs> I don't know if we're going to have to pull over. And like, I'm just on the side of the road, like going to have to take. <laughs> 
care of business. Like, I mm-hmm. don't know, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I'll tell Chris, I'm like, this is the thing. It's happened. He's like, okay, okay, yep. Okay. And it's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the car is going fast, you know? So Why it happened the other day. We were on our way somewhere and I we're like halfway down the freeway. We have like 15 minutes like to get to our destination. So I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. And I'm like rolling down the window and I'm like, can we just stop and get a coffee or somewhere, anywhere, oh. anything like, yeah. you know, and I'm just imagining like we're going to be at a stoplight and I'm just going to have to get out of the car side of the road. And that is just the worst feeling. Situation. That is my it's like that not being close to a bathroom when you need one. Yeah. Is like the worst. Have you ever feeling. shit on the side of the road? No. I have. Really? It's gotten mm-hmm. that bad. I think it was like one time <laughs> in between Bend and Portland. Yeah. Because there's some some stretches there where it's like just trees. Like yeah. there's nowhere to stop for a while. And it's been like, of course you pee on the side of the road. But like there, I think there's been once or twice. Where it was sudden onset. Had to like. Sudden yeah. onset number two. Yeah. Yeah. The rave is when you finally get to that bathroom. Oh, the relief. Oh, and in this, the the example that happened this time, it was like a public place that we were going to. And so I was like, mm-hmm. God, I hope I knew what bathroom was like. I hope that bathroom's open. Like, I really hope someone's not in there. Like that feeling of like, I have to go and then I cannot. Mm-hmm. And like, I would have, mm-hmm. I would have burned the door down. I would have found yeah. some way to like, kick that thing down but it was the the rave is like that relief the door was open i'm in i'm safe it's done i'm not panicked anymore you know you're running from the car to like where you need to go yes and you're like safe and sometimes i've had to like go to a restaurant you know because that's the only thing and you just you're you're sort of feeling like a criminal when you walk through the door because you're like if you need me to buy something fine i I gotta go there now you know and you're just hope like praying to all of the people all the gods all the whoever that you believe in like please don't see me please don't see me please don't stop me let me just go to the bathroom please right like you're just trying to get in there yep yeah yeah all right and i always have this fear of like ma'am excuse me (laughs) ma'am uh bathrooms for paying customers only bathrooms bathrooms The bathrooms bathrooms, paying customers only. (laughs) Okay. This is a nice little sandwich. Um, because my rave this week is Colleen Lude. Oh. So earlier this week, um, I had a situation happen that was very scary for me. And I messaged a thread that has probably 20 people on it, I would say. And I was like pretty panicky and one person responded and I was just, and then the neck, like pretty quickly after that, it was like, Hey, don't forget we have this call tomorrow. And I was like, Oh wow. Like no one gives a shit about this thing. That's kind of a big deal and would absolutely crush me if it happened. Um, and I'm not, I'm being vague for a reason, but I didn't reach out to Colleen because it felt like, so that was um, a Beachbody text yeah. that I was on and this had something to do with sort of that world. Right. And so I just was like, you yeah. know. Directed it there. Right. Yeah. So I talked about it a little bit on stories the next day. How I was, because I was stressed out about the news that I found out. And then I was really hurt that my friends, I'm putting air quotes up, didn't seem to give a fuck about something that could be really major in my life. So I talked about it a little on stories and I go to a photo shoot and then I get a text from Colleen. Like midday, I know you're in the middle of a work day, probably like lunchtime or something, checked my stories and you saw that I had had a hard day. 
and you check in on me and I explained to you sort of the situation and you were like, oh my gosh, you know, just like empathy, just like, I totally get why that would be really scary to you. That sucks. And I'm really sorry. And then just like sort of showered me in love and made me feel like I wasn't crazy for feeling like that. And just, I don't know, you're very good at empathy um, and not, I think it's a skill to not try to have to fix everything for everyone around you, but like, I'll just sit with you with, with this, right? Like I can sit with you and hold you. Um, what is Glennon says something like hold you and let you be free something. And I just feel really grateful for you. Um, and sometimes I'm like, I think people that meet me, I'm either you like me or you don't. It's not like a universal thing. I feel like people that meet Colleen, everybody likes you. And so then I'm like, how in the world did she choose me to like love me this much? Like, I just feel so grateful for you. And, um, you know, you're just one in a million and I, there's lots of times I feel supported by you. Um, but I just wanted you to know publicly how much you mean to me and that those little and big moments are not lost on me. So I appreciate you and I love you. I love you back. So. We're both crying. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, join us on Fridays yeah. on Patreon. <laughs> P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us. Review if you want. As Glennon says, if you liked it, leave a review. If you didn't, don't worry about it. Yeah, just don't worry about it. Worry Take about that it. off your to-do list. <laughs> Come find <laughs> us on Instagram if you want. You can sit with, with us always. always. And we will, and we see, will you see you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Bye. What more you can sit with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We Sign same, me up. same, same, same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get yeah. raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us. Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day mm -hmm. out of 30 days. Boom. Paid for. Yeah. 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 Totes. Kaboats. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, Love guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.